Hey, hello, it's me again, the Central Scrutinizer, a.k.a. Frank Zappa, a.k.a. Andy Humphrey. If you are an irrigation professional, old or new, who designs, installs, or maintains high-end residential, commercial, or municipal properties, and you want to use technology to improve your business, to get a leg up on your competition, even if you're an old-school irrigator from the days of hydraulic systems, this show is for you. All right, it's actually me again, your host, Andy Humphrey, but sometimes to get in the mood and get my mind thinking, I gotta do some creative things. And instead of doing them in private, I'm just gonna do it in public for you guys. Why not? My mind sometimes is stale, stiff, asleep, whatever you wanna call it, and I gotta wake it up. So I might just start doing some wacky, crazy, screwed up shit in my intros or outros. So I do have a couple funny outros. So if you make sure you always listen to this podcast all the way to the end, because you never know what you might hear at the end of the episode. Today, what I wanna talk about is talking to you, talking to you, the listener, and for you listeners, I want you to think about how you talk to your customers, and I want you to think about, do you actually talk to your customers? You may think you talk to your customers, but you might not really talk to your customers. So I wanna speak for a minute about what that might mean and some of the things that I've been experimenting with at Sprinkler Supply Store as it relates to talking to customers and how that's been really working. And I think that sometimes you gotta define really working. And to me, really working is just getting a positive feedback loop and then doing it again and making little actions, little or small actions slowly over time become big things. So it was about six weeks ago, maybe eight weeks ago. And I did talk to you guys about this when I was speaking with Danny, my customer service manager. And what I did is I decided to start speaking to Sprinkler Supply Store customers. And again, they are, you know, mostly DIY repair. There are some B2B, you know, municipalities, hospitals, school districts, things like that, that buy, you know, smaller order sizes, not full jobs, mostly repair, maintenance type parts. And really the customers run the gamut. And I started to think, how, how can I talk to these customers and have them get to know me, have them get to know Sprinkler Supply Store when they all are sort of interested, potentially interested in different things. Could have some customers that are interested in Hunter controllers, other customers interested in Toro golf products, some interested in ponds, water gardening, some interested in some replacement lights for their new wall, stone wall they just built, you know, it can be a lot of things. So I decided to just sort of throw out, toss out traditional email marketing and invent my own process. And here's what I did. I had two things in mind. The first one is what can I do repeatedly over time, consistently without failure? And I'm talking more consistent than this podcast because you guys know I haven't been as consistent as I would like to be with this podcast. And that really is because it's kind of hard sometimes. So how could I talk to my customers with email regularly every single Friday and include something of value that could have, that could make somebody think and have them learn and know more about me. 
And that's kind of one of the hard things is to become more vulnerable, share something that's on your mind and not really give a fuck what the other person thinks. I don't want to say that again, not give a fuck what the other person thinks. It doesn't mean you don't care. You actually care, but it doesn't, you don't have to say something to someone that is going to get a specific response that you want. You want to say something to someone that makes them actually think, and it's okay if they have a different opinion than you, because that's what makes the world a great place to be able to have different opinions about things. So what I decided to do was to send an email every Friday. It goes out anywhere between 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. on the uh, recipient's time zone. And it's a white email. It comes from me, Andy, not from a marketing department, not from, uh, it just comes straight from me. And there are no coupons. So I'm also a big fan of not, uh, not having your emails be transactional, <laughs> not offering uh, $50 off your winterization, you know, not having your customers be hooked on you because of some kind of deal, discount, low price, et cetera. It's just a never ending never-ending battle. You want a true relationship with your customers. So my emails do not contain uh, products. They don't contain discounts. They don't contain free shipping, no deals, no bundles, no, hey, look at this product. It can do X, Y, Z, and it's better than this model. None of that. What this email contains is a thought leadership quote from me that is either something I made a note on a long time ago or was something I was thinking about that previous week. I put this quote out there. I share why it's important to me. And then I ask, this is the most important part, I ask the recipient to have a thought about it too, and I would love to know their thought about it. Please reply to the email and let me know how this quote resonates with you, what you think about this quote. And the reason I'm doing that is because I'm trying to open a two-way dialogue with the customer. I really don't want it to just be me talking to them. I want them to want or be inspired to share something back with me so we can have a two-way conversation, not a one-way email marketing push like we're all used to in this day and age. So I put my quote out there, I put my thoughts, and then I ask them to reply back and they can reply back by email. And then I also, in the bottom of the email, put a link where they could schedule a call with me because I would love to meet our customers. I want them to know who we are, I wanna know who they are, and I totally realize that I can't have 100,000 people scheduling calls with me. But what's interesting is that doesn't happen. It's usually just a handful. But as we, we all kind of know, it's the thought that counts. I want them to think that they are receiving something from Sprinkler Supply Store of value, but it's not tied to the product value, right? It's, it's the company value. It's the human being under the hood of the company that matters. And so the reason I'm saying this is because I think you should think about how you communicate with your customers. Do you, number one, communicate with your customers? How often do you communicate? And what do you communicate about? If you were to ask your customers to describe you or your business, what would they say? Would they say, oh yeah, I hired Joe's Sprinklers company because he's the lowest guy around, or you know what, I got this coupon from this company, so I use them. But do they really know you? And I think it's important if you wanna have long-lasting customers, uh, customers that uh, treat you well, because you wanna be treated well by your customers just like you want to treat your customers well, that you start experimenting with some of this. And it, it's not that difficult, and I realize, fully realize that many of you, um, for lack of a better word, run around, too many things to do, not enough time to do it, and that's fine. And I think in, this, in the winter and the off season, when you th sit down, look at your priorities, do, don't hand your emails over 
to the youngest marketing person that you may have just hired or an agency that doesn't know you or your business because they're going to send emails that look like everyone else that are simply transactional, that offer product features, discounts, and the rest. You really, if you're gonna talk to your customer, ideally it should come from you, the owner, or you, the manager, and you wanna share something of value that makes them think and that makes them get to know you better and that potentially is slightly vulnerable so they know that you're a real human. And I guess I'm gonna start saying this a lot more often because the internet is really dehumanizing people and all we're seeing is words on screen and we're seeing people argue over topics, but we're not seeing the people, we're just seeing a name on a screen. And so we really just need to start um, rehumanizing the internet and our businesses because people buy from people and you want to introduce yourself. And if you've had customers for a long time, maybe it's time to reintroduce yourself. Do your customers really know you and what makes you tick, how your mind works, what you like, what your hobbies are? All that stuff is very important because your customers really should know you. All right, so let's get to something that's a little bit more practical. I'm gonna share with you what I wrote this week. And if you're interested in receiving my emails, I will attempt to put a link in the show notes here so that you can sign up. And again, these aren't for discounts, etc. But if you're just curious about what's on my mind and how, what types of emails I'm sending that maybe you can get some ideas from and use in your own business, I'll put a link down in the show notes. And if for some reason there isn't a link in the show notes, go to sprinklersupplystore.com and there should be a pop-up that comes that pops up when you when you hit the website and you can enter your email and receive these. So this is the one that I sent out about 15 minutes ago because today's Friday. I use the subject line, champions are screwed up. And the subject line is important because I seed the email with what the quote is about, okay? So the subject is champions are screwed up. And here's the quote. I've never met a world champion that is a normal person. You have to be screwed up in some manner to get out of bed to do extraordinary things. And I'm screwed up. Okay, that's the quote. I put it at the top of the email. And then I say, good day, John. And I say, good day, because I'm about to talk about, and the quote is from an Australian. So I start off the email, good day, John. Nope, that's not my quote. I'm not screwed up. Well, maybe I am, just a bit, but more on that another time. Screwed up is how John Bertrand, the famous skipper of Australian 2, self-described himself in the new Netflix documentary, Untold, a story of an underdog group of Australians who set out to dethrone the New York Yacht Club's 132-year winning streak in the world's most prestigious sailing race. Yesterday, I returned my 35-foot sailing sloop to winter storage, and this quote was on my mind as I navigated the four-hour trip up East Grand Traverse Bay to the Northport Yacht Club. And for all you yachty people, she's a 1961 Alberg 35. What does screwed up even mean? Crazy, focused, determined, risky, all the above? Probably. Positive or negative, I guess it can mean different things to different people. For me, at this moment, it means practicing. Being screwed up means you are willing to continuously fail and try again when ordinary people give up. What makes you screwed up? 
hit reply and share. I'd love to know. Okay. So as you were listening to that, you probably forgot whether I was just speaking here in the podcast or whether I was reading an email. And those words were exact, the exact words that I sent to my customers. And then I asked them at the end, what makes you screwed up? And that's sort of like asking, does this resonate with you? And they might reply back, I'm not screwed up. I don't even like that quote you sent, Andy. And that's totally fine. Then I say, hit reply and share. I'd love to know. And that's my ask that they communicate back with me. This email is not designed to be a one-way communication tool. It's designed to be a two-way communication tool. Okay. And then in the bottom, that's the first half. And then the second half, I say, this week I answered Mike's question on YouTube, how to replace the batteries on a wireless rain sensor. And I put a link to the YouTube video because there is some value there if they're interested. And then I say, like, subscribe, and go sailing, Andy. And then I have a link to my calendar and they can schedule a call with me. But there's nothing in this email that's transactional. And what I'm finding is people are really replying with heartfelt replies. They want to get to know me. They want to share something about their life that's meaningful. And this type of communication is not leading to specific ROI dollars, right? I don't send this email out and it generates X revenue. But what I do know is I'm making an impact on these people that they are now remembering Sprinkler Supply Store. They're not confusing us or me with the competition because these types of things are more sticky and they resonate because it reaches them on a personal level. So that's my sort of um, tip or advice or thought this week is to communicate with your customers. Think about, are you, how are you, how often should you, what can you share? How can they get to know you better? And how can you get to know your customers better outside of landscaping and irrigation and lighting, but people to people. So encourage you think about what you might share with a customer and give it a try and i hope everybody has an awesome weekend and i appreciate everybody following along as i take this adventure with you guys in the world of podcasting so so long sayonara have a good one enjoy the weekend have a beer or a glass of water i love you guys bye Have you ever jammed in Joe's garage?